0: My name is Ken and you're listening to Hacker Public Radio Community News for September 2011. First of all, I'd like to welcome the new host to our network, as we always do at the top of the show. And we had three new hosts this month. Okun D.K., Tracy Holz, also known as Holster, and Joe Wakamara. First of all, let me thank you very much for... Um, Stepping up to the plate and recording some shows. More about that later on. Let's start with a quick roundup of the shows for last month. Episode 206 was HPR Community News for the previous month. And we followed that with a show from Tlatu on Mara DNS. So it's one of his uh, series on networking where he um, introduces you to Setting up some um, simple networking in the house. The following day we had Brom with an interview from uh, Yancy Smith, and I'd like to thank uh, Brom for providing the um, complete transcription uh, of the show in the show notes. Excellent, thank you very much. The following day was syndicated Thursday, and this week we took uh, took. Geek to me episode from duke geek he suggested that we play it and it's uh top geek to me number 28 which is about segmented downloading and uh, just as a little bit of feedback on that episode the reason that uh, isps hate BitTorrent is because it uses um uh it's not as efficient internally on the local network, on their lo- own networks, as something like a news group is. When you take a feed from a news group, it uh, is a sort of hierarchical structure that responds to the network. But uh, they really, really hate BitTorrent because it goes outside of their network. And every time you go outside of their network, it costs them money. And if you go to a server the other side of the world, it really, really costs them money. So this is why they love um news servers and the hit bit turned the following day we had uh, joe with his first show introducing himself um, recorded in the car and he mentioned that he was thinking of doing a um a arch install show and we hope that he does some feedback um in the comments section which uh, asked him to, provo- to uh, do a show on that The following day was a show from Thistleweb, and uh, I'd like to apologise to Thistleweb and Clatu, and basically everybody involved in Corporate Two for not getting the show out when uh, they thought it was out. There was it was scheduled, and then they asked me not to uh, schedule it, and then they said, "Okay, go ahead and schedule it again." And I had simply taken it out of the queue, so apologies for that. They have Essentially a free culture torrent Tracker and CMS which they If you want more information on it You can go to unseenstudio.co.uk Forward slash tracker That's uh, unseenstudio.co.uk Forward slash tracker And you'll find some interesting Information there on um, Putting BitTorrent To good use The next show on our list was um, show called in by Mister Gadgets, um, our Stalworth on the network here, um, and he was questioning whether they, you know, are you a patent troll? And he gave some examples of that, and uh, sort of muddy the water for a lot of people. There are some uh, f- interesting feedback in the comment section by Klatu who feels that they are all patent trolls. But uh, go read those comments yourself. If you want to know more information on how you su- can subscribe to the comments, or how you can subscribe to the OG or Speaks feed, uh, feel free to click on the syndication link in the navigation menu on Hacker Public Radio website. The following day was uh, episode 813, recorded by myself. It was an interview with Ruby Gem about Barcamp Blackpool. And that's uh, coming up on the 15th of October and they were looking for some people who maybe might be able to uh, come along and participate and perhaps uh, engage in some of the good value sponsorship that they have available. More information in the show notes about that. Then we had uh, the Nightcast episode 54 on syndicated Thursday, setting up an Amai server. I want to uh, thank... And that Lord for sending this in. Um, I haven't actually set up a manual myself, but it seems like a nice uh, way to set up um, a home automation, home media server, uh, if you're into that sort of thing. So feel free to give that a shout. The following day, um, well, sorry, the following, uh, yes, the following day was another mix-up in scheduling by an um, th- uh, interview that i did um with chris Finlay at og camp about software freedom day dundee which is on 2011 and i just cut it out the day before software freedom day um apologies to chris there for uh and Thistleweb for uh, the scheduling mix-ups and i just um We'll be talking more about that later on, but the episode was about software Freedom Day in Dundee, and actually the audio wasn't too bad considering that we recorded it outside a train station, in front of a um a taxi rank, in uh, at Og Camp. Then we had uh, the first in what I hope will be a, a very productive series from Tracy Holz, you'll know uh, from the Podnuts Network, uh, Holster um he has started a show series called modern survivalism and it's pretty much practical day to day tips on um you know how we can make use of the resources around us i don't know if a lot of you are aware but um everything you buy in the stores is shipped there on a just-in-time um uh, policy so you know they ship it so that it will arrive just on the day and everything is scheduled. So it's kind of a big house of cards, really. So there's no uh, buffer at all in the system. If anything goes wrong, then, um, then there will be uh, shortages of of particular products. That's not to say I'm an alarmist or anything, but you can do something about that by listening to the uh, to this episode and um taking some practical tips. Nothing too serious, nothing that's going to cause you any hardship or nothing too serious so let's uh, look forward to that then the following day we had uh, a con decay the first show on how to um, install uh, Windows from a USB disk now of course it wasn't just Windows He was um, they, he was discussing other operating systems as well but this was a good example um, on how you would um, add Windows to the mix. So, a very, very useful episode. The next day, we had our very good friend and HPR admin, Pokey, with an episode on how to use the Sansa clip for podcasting. He had replaced the standard firmware with the Rockbox firmware and was uh, using it. Interestingly, Code Cruncher, who paid a visit to uh, to amsterdam was over here for a cup of tea coffee actually um was talking about how she used uh, the sansa clip for um podcasting as well and she was able to cut down a background noise by holding the uh, earbud um where the earbuds join the the Jack that goes into the Sansa clip holds onto that rather than the Sansa clip itself, got rid of some background noise. So the next day, we had uh, Robin Gatling's excellent, excellent year episode on editing the podcast. And it is on my to do list to add all of these to um, a how to podcast section on the website. The next day again, 2 setting up a web server and mysql server making it sound very easy and of course it is quite easy so um, that is a quite a nice series there a few people have uh, deep, deep has given some uh, responses back in there to some of the comments so check out the comments in the show notes for uh, for more information on that a dial in episode from mr gadgets um the episode getting uh the most comments of any show this month and it was why android tablets suck um ranging from the worst review I've ever heard to the best review I've ever heard. So uh have a have a read of the show notes. Um Mr Gadgets has quite a lot of experience on the um on Android tablets. So uh well worth your while both listening to the show notes and reading the comments on this episode before you uh, dive deep into the world of Android tablets. One uh, tip I would give you is that you would be well advised to try out your Android tablet before you um, before you make a purchase. The next day we had Vivian Parkhouse with a an interview from Og Camp and it was about the GIFGAF community phone project and it was a real pity that I didn't hear about this prior to going to the UK I would have been able to arrange a SIM card seems like a very interesting way to do business but the cynical among you might say well it's uh, getting the community to do your work for you but it seems to be um, it seems to be quite a good approach then the following day we had episode 823 where Clatu talks to Trevor, a programmer from Python's G streamer back end. Again, a very interesting show from Clatu, and he seems to be able to uh, pick up interesting interviews the entire time. Then uh, Robin Gatling again with Full Circle Podcast, content edited for Hacker Public Radio. About the Open Tech Conference 2011, Paula Graham of Fossbox. Um, And this is a non-profit organization supporting digital inclusion and helping other non-profits towards lower cost ITC systems with a more flexible and lower environmental impact. So there's a link in the show notes to that episode to... Uh, fosbox.org.uk and you can get more information about them even if you're not in the UK um, they provide a lot of information on the site that's uh, well worth reading and the last episode of the month was Jimmy Sharp interview at x.org developer conference xdc uh, 2011 by Mark Holes and this is the first in a series of episodes uh, from that um from that show um quite uh, quite an interesting episode actually didn't think i was going to be as interested in something uh, so low level as the x system and the x protocol c binding language the xcb but as with quite a lot of things on hpr you don't know you're interested in, in them until you hear an excellent interview just like this one. And I'd also like to thank, thank uh, Mark Holes for um, doing all the encoding and the show notes in HTML and doing the ID3 tags and the whole kick and cabool saves a lot of work actually. So great, thank you very much. And thank you very much to all our hosts. Um, we, uh, we have never had as many shows in the queue as we have have at the moment but um i'm and of course i'm happy with that if i'm looking here at hackerpublicradio.org forward slash calendar.php you'll see the uh, moving schedule of shows as they're coming up and we have now shows stretching out to uh, the last show that's scheduled it's hpr community news for the first of first monday of january 2012 so quite happy about that but because of the scheduling rules we have quite a lot of free slots in there still Uh, as you can see if you look at the bottom it currently says there are 31 shows in the queue and 34 free slots so if you have not as yet done your one show for hacker public radio then it's time to start recording that show and send it in for this year so your one show you've you've had uh, uh quite a lot of shows this year and uh already over 200 shows and so now we would like uh, to to hear the remainder your contribution to hacker public radio in the form of a show and if you could send that in email admin at hackerpublicradio.org we'll send you all the information that you need to get yourself added to that queue the queue, uh, speaking about the queue, coming up, we have, um, I mentioned that um, I'm quite happy to have the shows in, but as it turns out, uh, the shows that have been contributed are largely from three contributors, Klaatu, mostly, with quite a lot of interviews, Mark Cole's, and myself, with interviews from OLF, and Mark Coles, the ones are from the uh, ex-developer conference. So, while it's a healthy state of affairs, it is... Um, not sustainable in our current form unless people send in shows we ask for one show a year ideally we would like um, people to send in shows more regularly than that but at the moment uh, and I'll be giving a breakdown later on uh, in December show a breakdown of the year at HPR and uh, the way I see it now is the vast majority of shows uh, and. Too high a percentage are contributed by uh, Tlatu. Not to say that I don't like the shows. It's absolutely great. I appreciate the shows. And as he says himself, he would like uh, to see the day where um, HPR is self-sustainable. But I don't think we're there yet. So um, I'm going to continue stressing and asking people. We really need shows coming in. It's it's really great to have a full queue where um, the scheduling rules have been put to the test for the first time ever, up until now it's been pretty obvious what's going to be scheduled if you have only one show in the queue well then, that's what's going to get scheduled so, keep sending in the shows current harp on, enough about it um, after my little mix up with Chris Finley and Thistleweb, which was um, due also largely to the fact that we have a new outro and a lot of the shows needed to be re-edited and I needed to apply a lot of the scheduling rules, which I've Really haven't had to do uh, before. I'm just going to read you an email I sent to the HPR mail list. If you're not on the HPR mail list, please join. Information is on the website and how you can do that. Anyway, it goes, uh, and I quote from email Along with the scheduling rules at uh, hackerpublicradio.org forward slash calendar.php, there is a line that says, While avoiding having anyone one host or sh- series repeated in a week. The idea of this was to allow someone uploading an entire series in one go and us having to schedule it. So this has worked out well, so that the queue is full and the host still gets their series played fairly often. But, after an event like the Indiana Linux Festo, I, Linux Festo, LF, etc. We tend to get a load of shows at once that fall outside the traditional concept of a series. Uh, Some of these shows have the feel of the fest and go stale after some time. So the question is, should we schedule these according to the same rules, meaning that there is no more than one a week, or should we open the floodgates and have a few weeks dedicated to posts and interviews? And I asked people to discuss, and thankfully they did. Um, A lot of the discussions came down on the fact that we should... um, we should release the shows as soon as possible um that we uh, we should open the floodgates we should release the timely day ones um, with a higher time uh, factor you know that are have a sell-by date as soon as possible and essentially the answer came to me uh, at least to me i don't know about the rest of you but um that's what i that's the purpose of this, uh, this podcast every month is so that those of you who maybe aren't on the mail list or have not been involved in the discussions at least become aware of the discussions and can send an email to the list uh, with your opinion. But basically the way I see it is if that somebody is going to a show, which is great, um, and we will be putting also together uh, how to represent HPR um, at a show, know clatu has some um shows episode in the queue about that so if you're going to a show what we can do is we can promote that by interviewing the organizers beforehand which we've already done we can organize the show pack which i want to talk to you about more later on we can make sure that you have a table and all the business cards stickers um the banner and with a little explanation of how you can what you need to do at the show. And then after the show, when we're doing that, we can also schedule a block of time immediately after the show or however long. If you want to leave a week after the show so that you have time for editing, we can do that as well. So something like five days of OLF interviews, five days of odd camp interviews after odd camp, five days of whatever conference after whatever conference. So that seems to that would fit in well with the um, with the scheduling rules which state time critical shows should go first scheduled shows um, where we have scheduled a regular slot and a new host and then on a the first in first out basis so in actual fact we wouldn't need to change anything uh, the scheduling rules would apply and um, uh, the important reason for that is I want um, this uh, system to be fair and be seen to be fair so you know, if somebody is going to a show, you're gonna know beforehand, so we'll have plenty of time to schedule out the slots so that anyone seeing their shows going in afterwards will um will know why. And yeah, all should be good. Speaking of shows that are coming up, their DerbyCon from Louisville, Kentucky is going to be on from September the thirtieth to October the second, which will mean it's over now, but HBR will be at that show. Um, other things that were happening there's going to be a HPR roundtable Freaknik and uh, that is for information on when that is on you can find that on the website it will be held at as he clicks um, Freaknik 15 will be November the 4th to the 6th 2011 in days in stadium in nashville tennessee very good very good very good and if you have more shows that are coming up um, i'd appreciate it if people will go to those representing hpr and you don't need any special special ambassadorial status but we can of course assign you that hpr ambassadors if you wish and it's a great way for people to get to know HPR so that they can subscribe to it and enjoy the excellent shows that are on here but more importantly it's a great way to get contributors in and that's what we need we need uh, people to come in and contribute to HPR providing us with shows other things that happened, released uh, got some feedback from our um, uh, the open source uh, uh accessibility expert Mr. Jonathan Nadu about the augmented podcast and I look forward to doing some more of those uh, including some of his tips about um, spelling out the links and not just uh, saying them we had um, in the last show we mentioned that there was a text file available where you could read out the text associated with the outro so that we could mix and match them into a multicultural best embodying the spirit of what hbr is many people from many different nations and cultures contributing to a open source network so uh, we have contributions from corbuntu uh, pokey and uh, manon so far so look forward to hearing your contribution then we had a continued discussion on the hpr theme music and i was delighted to hear that um pokey used that in one the outros in one of his uh, episodes um you can use it or you can not use it it's entirely up to you um and then we had one other thing which was the that code cruncher uh was over to visit here in Amsterdam and she called her to the house and we had a nice time uh, drinking coffee and talking about HPR and some of the things we'd like to do in the upcoming time. So that's it. That's the end of this month's episode. Uh, just one thing I saw tagged as HPR in my newsfeed was HPR booth at the Ohio Linux Fest where uh, Somebody with devil's horns was talking to a strange, almost alien creature with blue hair at what purports to be the Hacker Public Radio booth at Ohio Linux Fest. Yes, if you want to see what Atlatu looks like in real life, then uh, you're going to have to chase down that video. And with that, thank you very much for listening to my ongoing rant. And I look forward to hearing your show coming on the queue sometime in the future. And remember that, as always, you can tune in tomorrow and hear another excellent episode on Hacker Public Radio. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomencom Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated... Today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.